Greetings from Prague in the Czech Republic. It's episode 361 of the Dan York Report, and I'm standing here in the airport after a crazy busy week here at the 104th meeting of the Internet Engineering Task Force, or IETF. This is the thrice yearly, three times a year uh, gathering. This time there were about 1,200 engineers who all were at the, uh, the Hilton Prague Hotel where there were large conference rooms. It was one of those events where for me, I entered the hotel on uh, Saturday morning and I think I left Monday night maybe, I think. Oh no, Saturday night I might have gone out briefly to, uh, to a place locally to get some food. And then it was pretty much just that. It was meetings from uh, the morning until evening, uh, work things going on as well. But this was the meeting where engineers come together from all around the world to, uh, to make the internet work better. There were, you know, a hundred different working groups or something. I don't even know how many were actually meeting uh, on every topic imaginable about uh, the Internet, whether it was uh, DNS or IPv6 or HTTP or routing protocols or email protocols or or network time protocols. Uh, There was everything going on here, applications, transport, Uh, You know, you name the protocol, anything you've used on the internet or any application tool, there was somebody here working on something. There was messaging security. I mean, all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, For me, the interesting aspect about my current job role with the Internet Society is that I'm really focused on how can we make our websites uh, work with the best, uh, you know, in the best case with IETF standards. How can we, in, in the language of the things, how can we eat our own dog food and eat the IETF's dog food in this case? How can we do it? And so I spend a lot of time listening, learning, looking, trying to see where all the standards are going, what can apply. I spent a good chunk of time in the HTTP working groups, the Quick working groups, which is a, a new transport protocol that's been in development for a while. Um, you know, it was a lot of discussion in DNS, a lot of different pieces that are there. Two of the, the interesting challenges I'm looking at, one is um, there's an issue when you go and deploy a website. If you have www.example.com, that works um, I mean, you could put in IP addresses, right, as the typical way you do it. But if you want to work with a content delivery network, a CDN, then you typically have to do a redirection. And if you want to maintain your own control of DNS, then what you do is you put in what's called a CNAME record, which points so that www.example.com goes to something.cdn.com, whatever it may be. Well, you could do that for www.example.com, but if you try to do it for example.com, it turns out you can't because the CNAME record takes priority over everything at the root, at at the top of a zone. So it becomes something that you can't do. So there's a whole set of discussions going on around this broad issue of what we call CNAME at apex, uh, at the apex of a zone, at the top of a zone. How do you do something that lets people have this CNAME-like functionality? And that came up in the uh, DNS op session. It was a minor thing in the midst of a lot of other different discussions that were going on. There was also a discussion I was involved with around website packaging. There's an effort to bring in some work into the ITF around how to package up a website and make it available for offline use. If you think about what, um, well, offline use is one use case. There's many others. If you think about what Google does with their accelerated mobile pages or what Apple does with their Apple News or Facebook with Facebook Instant Articles, they package content up and make it available for mobile users in a, ca- in a prefetched, cached way. 
But those are all proprietary protocols. So how could you do that in a more open way? That was one bit of work that's being looked at here, something called the WPAC or, or website packaging. It's not yet a working group. It's just work that we're exploring. What's, what's the right role? Should the, should the IETF be involved? What should happen with that? Um, it's, uh, it's some interesting work. There's a lot of people, there's a number of people involved who are interested in it for other reasons than what I'm looking for. I'm looking at it more for, uh, I have a simpler use case. I'm just looking at it to make it faster and standard for mobile caching prefetching and uh, and I also want to package content up so it can be dropped into uh, sites with low bandwidth you know if you've got a remote village that's served by satellite internet if they go to one of our websites and they pull up they get a page right now if they want to look at that and then view another page they have to either get it real quick while the website while the satellites overhead if it's a, if it's an orbital satellite or they have to wait until the next time the satellite goes over what I'd like to do is be able to package up a subset of our pages that people typically want, so that when it, when the, um, you know, when that remote village gets the satellite access, they can pull down the pages, be able to view it, etc., and be able to work with it that way. So there's some things I'd like to do in that line. There's a lot of other people interested in things like signing uh, signed exchanges, being able to assert that these are the pages, being able to pass them from site to site in a peer-to-peer way, things like that. There were many other discussions. Uh, DNS was a big topic, something called DNS over HTTP or DOE, which sends your DNS queries over HTTP instead of over the typical you know, DNS wire protocol. And, and there's a lot of uh, both benefit in some ways, but also controversy because it, uh, it bypasses the typical security controls that a, an ener- entity might have in place. And, and that's a good thing for many people who are privacy aware, who want to be able to circumvent restrictions that might be there. But at the same time, it winds up, uh, you know, if it's an enterprise network or a, uh, something like that, they want to have or, or may have reasons that they need to have some of those security controls in place. So there's this tussle between security and privacy on the one hand um, in one way versus uh, security in a different way and depends who's looking at the picture. But a lot of the enterprises, ISPs, security companies, etc., were here because they just realized that this Doe thing, well, they didn't just realize, they've seen it for a bit, but they're concerned about how it will affect what they're trying to do to secure the networks. And, uh, and it's, a, it's a, a tussle, as, as we may say in this space. Similarly, the QUIC protocol is, is being developed, and it will provide a way to uh, more, in theory, more rapidly and, and securely be able to connect to sites. Google is already using a version of Quick called Google Quick or GQuick that is working with some of their properties and stuff, and it provides a faster and secure end-to-end encrypted connection from, um, from your client, from your browser, to the server and back. But that becomes, again, an issue, right? If it's encrypted end-to-end, other people have concerns about that. What's good for users may not be as good for those, you know, others on the, in the space. So lots to be thinking about, lots to be concerned about, lots to be wondering about. Uh, it's been a great week. I've had a lot of other great sessions, meetings, uh, get, meet with people who, are, who I talk to, you know, on video or on email. But uh, now, at the end of the, a very fried week, I'm ready to go home. It's time. Prague is an absolutely gorgeous city. I didn't only got out on Friday to really look around a little bit, but uh, it's I've been here before and it's uh, it's just a beautiful city. It's one of those places, you know, in all the places I've been privileged to travel at times, this is one of the more magical in its kind of medieval fairy tale almost way. 
it's uh, it's just a gorgeous city. If you ever get a chance to come here to Prague, check it out. It's also very easy for English speakers to get around because so much of it, uh, the people here are very, uh, well, tourism related, etc. And so there's a lot of English speakers around. Anyway, if you ever get a chance, do check it out. For me, I'm going to go board a plane heading home. It's been a great week at ITF uh, 104. Lots of uh, good things going on. And now uh, it's time to head home to the family that I miss and, and uh, just get back into the swing of things. That's all for me. You can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me and you'll hear more from me next week when I'm back in Vermont. Bye for now.